Hey guys, welcome back to episode 20 of Chat with DGens. I'm your degenerate host, Damon, and this is Blakey Boy. Hey guys, how are we doing? It's really good to hear you in uh, 4K this time. Yeah, this is pretty incredible, isn't it? Yeah, I feel very crispy on this microphone. It's almost like all the ASMR channels I've watched, isn't it? Just like listening to Demoniaco's sweet, sweet voice on uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hindsight 27. Yeah, well, thank you for tuning in to 97.3, the greatest (laughs) greatest podcast from the 90s till now. I just feel more professional now that I have this boom mic in my face. Yeah. Apart from the fact that we're literally sitting on the floor <laughs> of my bedroom. <laughs> Anyways, we won't discuss that. We're actually in a podcast studio that we yeah. hired out from mm. our sponsor's payment. Thank yeah, you, guys. looking over the crisp views of the Brisbane city. Brisbane yeah. River. Lovely. Yeah. Anyways, guys, I guess we're going to get stuck into um, the the past two weeks. We had a bit of a break because we've been moving house, um, hence why we've got a really ghetto set up at the moment. And we wanted to wait until we could get some good podcast gear so we didn't have to bore you guys with my Apple iPhone <laughs> on a couch in the middle of nowhere. Um, well, there wouldn't even be the couch. We're yeah. actually sitting on the carpet. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> anyway, Drinking a Rona at 9am. <laughs> <laughs> so you can tell the podcast profits are going well. <laughs> um, Sponsors. Right. Yeah, please. Yeah. Slide in my DMs. Chat with DGens at uh, gmail.com. Yeah. Anyways, guys, we want to talk about, since our last podcast, we were talking about the metaverse and sand, um, and we were picking up quite a big position at the time. We have some friends who are absolutely loading up in sand and just yeah. held through it all. But when we were talking about it, is it $2.60? Should right? we just give Juan a shout out? Yeah, quick shout out to Juan. Yeah. Diamond hands. Absolutely balling on sand right now. I think now. I'd kiss that man. I would. Yeah, it would be rude not to. I actually love Juan. I actually do love one. That's understandable. Why don't you tell him that in another podcast? Um, but yeah, so since we're talking about it, sand was about $2.60, $2.40. Mm. Um, and it definitely shook us both out. It really tried. It dumped off to $2 before yeah. it went insane. It was like, from what I'd learned from altcoins is that a piece of news comes out and it goes insane. People overreact to it instantly. Like if you're, if you see it in the first 10 seconds, you can react. But other than that, it's just going rocket. Like, that's definitely what I've ex- like I've seen on the news and yeah, shit yeah. from crypto. And like, we saw it in like Litecoin and stuff back yeah, in the yeah, day yeah. when they had that Walmart news that was fake. Mm. It reacted instantly and it hovered at those highs mm. while people were like, okay, is this real? And then when Walmart came out and said it's not, it dumped. But like yeah. this news was, I feel like, bigger than that. Mm. And from what I knew about sand in that short time, I really expected sand to go insane. Obviously, I still, hindsight, I should have waited for the price action. But when we were thinking about it, like, why is it not mm. going up? It took like two, it took yeah. another week. Yeah, for some context, right? So Sand is the, the coin from Sandbox, the game. And it's been going pretty wild like lately. But about last week when Damon and I started just intraday trading it, it went from, I think it was 75 cents oh, to right. about $2 okay. something. And we, yeah. we caught some of the moves. But like lately, it it went from two dollars to I think eight dollars fifty. It was yeah. like a ten bagger in ten bagger in a month, which is fuck, which is crazy. Like yeah, in hindsight, like I remember when all the altcoins dumped off quite recently. Sand went to seventy cents, and I was on microphone to Blake and I said we should just buy it. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, we should. I'm like, oh, do we? Like, <laughs> is it is it gonna go up? This is what yeah, altcoins yeah. do. And we didn't know anything about sand at this time. Like just what our mate was telling mm. us about it. Um, and he was telling us a lot about it. He was telling us a lot about <laughs> it. And like, I feel like I knew that better than I knew my own father. Um, but yeah, like yeah. we could have done some really dirty profits. I mm. don't know if I would have held through all the pain because it went up, it dumped off. It's just the thing but, that I struggle with is just being able to zoom out and kind of look at the big picture mm. rather than, you know, you're up a few cents, 
you know, you're up maybe five, ten percent move, yeah. and you're like, shit, that's pretty good. Let's just lock it in. Yeah. But then you you might lock it in right, and it'll come back, and you'll feel like the man for a couple of hours. You'll be like, I just sold the top. I'm a freak. <laughs> and then you'll go to sleep, right? And you'll wake up, and it's up eighty percent, and you're yeah, like, legit. wait, what have I done here? Kind of thing. And then yeah. you spend the whole day revenge trading. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's hard to get yourself out of that intraday mindset, and mm. I think what we need to do going forward is make our intraday plays but if the intraday play has potential to keep running Mm. that's where we need to switch our bias and be like okay i'm in it for a long hold you can lock in you know a certain amount of profit let's say you're up 400 usd let's lock in 200 usd and let it run so if we're down 400 usd do we just we become double (laughs) double yeah so all right so that's the new strategy right buy the dip until the dip stops dipping it has to stop eventually right doesn't it okay it's not this Stopping? is not financial advice. Yes. Not financial <laughs> when advice. When the dip keeps dipping, <laughs> I'm just shaking at my desk. Blake, <laughs> help me. <laughs> Legit. Anytime I'm panicked, I'm like, Blake, get in chat now and just jump on Discord. Yeah, he's just blubbering on the mic. I'm like, Pretty damn much. it, it's all going to be all right. Pretty much. But um, what Unless also... it isn't. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I'm selling my house. And then you're in know. the Centrelink line, just like, fuck's sake. And they're like, you're back again. <laughs> Give me stimmy. Was it sand again? You're like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. Sand again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's your last stimmy. If you blow it on sand, all the crackheads behind me in line. Hey, hey, I lost mine on Shiba Inu. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck you, bro. When the meth head loses his money on Shiba Inu. Respect. Dap me, dap Shiba, me up, bro. Speaking of Shiba Inu. Shiba, yeah. Speaking mm. of Shiba Inu. That thing is absolutely dying. Like, I feel like it's just limping. It's just been, like, yeah. euthanized, but it's got the last legs on it. It's yeah. Still kick it around. <laughs> it's just like, put it down, mate. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah. Come put on. it out of its misery. Yeah, kind it, of thing. it's in pain. It's it's on one limb now. It had four. Yeah. Now it's running on one. It's it, had its glory. You it's know, it was a great dog. If you, one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> it was my best friend. It was. Um, But as, as you can see from the chart, it's parabolically been dying mm. i don't know if parabolic's the word you'd use for something that's going down but that's the thing with it though like you one day right it could just decide you know what i'm just gonna go back to all-time highs it could why and not it could make another billionaire yeah yeah like that's it why it scares me being short on something like that for yeah. a long period of time because all of a sudden your stop loss has just been triggered well you take profit or whatever has just been triggered instantly profit so let me Google that word real quick. Be right what back. is profit, Siri? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that guy's still holding his billion-dollar position, but $5 billion position. But um, do you reckon he's just... Have so we figured out whether he actually has fingers? Can he sell? <laughs> Maybe is he's it? like hitting the keyboard until the edge of button hits. He's but just he... headbutting the keyboard like my forehead okay, can't Siri. hit the button. And he keeps hitting the buy button. <laughs> Okay, Siri, sell $5 billion. <laughs> Calling Uncle Joe. <laughs> Bro, he's just freaking out. It's going down. He can't even open the door. His hands are just like numps. I feel like that's the only way that I could ever hold a crypto for that long. <laughs> is if Do I need to amputate my arms? There. Is that... Hold on, have I just found my edge? <laughs> uh, all right, honey, come in. <laughs> Yeah, I've just bought Sheba. She goes, okay, tie your hands up. Tie them up, baby. <laughs> Gets the fluffy handcuffs out. Oh. <laughs> Kinky Crypto. like Kinky I like crypto. it. That's the name. That's it. I love it. That's how we made our racks, guys. All right. Are we like oh. reinventing something special right now? I don't know if it's hot in this room or it's just me staring into your sweet little eyes. <laughs> yeah, We're sitting right. about... 
too close to each other. Yeah. Trying to get this ghetto set up. Okay, I really wish we did turn on the camera. It's pretty funny how we're how we're parked up right now. I'm actually sitting in Blake's lap. Yeah. We've got a mic. <laughs> yeah. We're only we could only afford one mic, so we're just using the same one. <laughs> Sand really put us down that bad. Shout out to our sponsors for buying our new setup. Mm, yeah. By sponsors, I mean my mum and dad. Kidding. Yeah. They didn't buy that for me. Blake it's never did. a potty without a mention of Demo's mum. Big ups. Big ups to Margs. She doesn't listen to Not going to dox her right now. She's a beautiful woman. Anyway. She doesn't? Nah. No. I make her. I'm like, hey, mum. She's like, yeah. I'm like, listen to my podcast. And she says, fuck off, Damon. No, she's like, how did you get my number? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess what else has been happening is Bitcoin has been dying. I actually sold, I feel like a king. Mm. I sold my Bitcoin at literally all-time highs. As soon as Bitcoin goes to all-time highs, I get nervous. I mean, this is this is silly. Like every other person on the planet, we are the reason that yeah, it just dumps. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. So I sold at sixty eight k. I feel pretty mm. good about it. Yeah, guys, stop clapping. Don't call me the best trade. Okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I know good. it was only point one of a bitcoin, <laughs> but even was it even point one? But let them think it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we sold our ten bitcoin at all time highs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and then I went short on a hundred bitcoin. Yes. At all time highs. Yes. Um, so 10,000 times leverage. It's definitely interesting to see because a lot of the time what I've what I've come to know is that Bitcoin rockets up, Ethereum rockets up, and all the alts tend to die and they don't really move, lose their pulse. Mm. But Bitcoin was rocketing, sand was rocketing. and Unless Blake's in, uh, yeah. right? If Blake's in, say I'm in sand, right? Sand Bitcoin dies. could be rocketing, right? It's just, it, it'll trickle up a bit, right? When Bitcoin goes down just a smidge, sand plummets like it just hits the deck so yeah are you gonna blink no <laughs> I'm he's talking st- he's talking directly at me and i don't think he blinked that entire sentence he's feeling i think we're in a staring contest mate <laughs> oh my bad are we yeah. even doing the podcast no yeah it's just recording. not recording this whole time that'd be really upsetting but yeah it's um it's been a pretty boring week for us i think we've just been what is the word you'd use i guess like passively trading mm. um more or less on an intraday basis but you were running an asx short for a few days weren't you yeah yeah it was i know i pretty much only made one trade this week on the asx and that was an rrl short just for a couple of days because i'm trying to just so hold things for trade? longer sorry why'd you make it well uh, i think yeah so they had news on monday and then I noticed it wasn't really reacting. The chart looked so bearish, it hurt. So I just dropped a short on the match. And like, it was pro- possibly like the nicest moving thing I've ever been in. Like there was no shake out, no anything, just kind of went down. I think straight I made, off the rip? Well, straight off the rip. It was quite slow. Mm. Like I think I got in at $2.12. Then by the end of the first day I was in it, it went to, I think it closed at 2 dollars and six, And I had 3K shares. So that was like 200 bucks, 180 bucks. And then it opened at opened at two oh three the next day, and then my contingent order triggered. Oh <laughs> for yeah, no reason at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. I got on the burner to Invas, and I was like, the trap phone. And he's yeah. like, <laughs> why? Why have you closed my order? And they they were just shell shocked. They're like, this is the first time we've ever seen this happen. This yeah. is like a man landing on the moon again, kind yeah. of thing. Well, customer service at Invas is that good that they actually sent out a representative to cuddle Blake from behind while right. we got through. Yes, this it was quite nice. And like, if you guys have ever talked to Invas and sent them a message on Skype, you'll realize that like the they've best. seen the message before oh, you've yeah. sent it. <laughs> I, I swear to God, they <laughs> have one representative <laughs> on each like each contact they have on Skype. You it's just kind need of to wild. think about your question and they'll answer <laughs> it. They'll just send you a message out of the blue and you be like, "Oh my yeah, god!" Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm pretty sure it it auto closed my position for it was two. $270 profit um 
And I just got I just asked them I was like Why'd you close it Because you know I wanted to hold it for a couple of days And they're like Oh we don't really know We'll look into it And so I just logged off um, I was going somewhere And then they I got a call From a random Random number And I was like Oh who's this Pick it up It's Uncle Jerry No I'm joking <laughs> it, was, it was in Vast And they pretty much said Hey Blake You know we've looked into your thing And um, you know It was an accident We've opened your position again <laughs> <laughs> And I was sitting there, my computer shut down. I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> expecting it to be at like $2.80, you know, yeah, they had yeah. news that Elon Musk has taken over the company. And then I got back in, it hadn't, it hadn't even moved, but... Um, the fact that they just re-entered you. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, we've actually doubled your position size and re-entered you. I was just, it was the last thing I was expecting, but I think it went to, I closed it at like $1.99, it was like 300 and something dollars profit. Mm. Um, Plus a rebate. Yeah, and Invas actually rebated me for one tick. Yeah, one tick that they entered me lower, um, and even the commissions. So big ups, Invas. Oh, love free you. Free commission, free commissions. Well, so that's, that's how you get zero percent. That's how you get zero basis points. Yeah, just ask them for your commissions back at every trade you make. <laughs> I should do that. Yeah, that'd be like. I, I ended up selling way too early. I think it went down to a dollar ninety. Yeah, I think that whole the like that whole debacle kind of gets you out. But I think you're also saying because under two dollars, it it halves your tick again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it doesn't go two hundred one, two hundred two. It goes one ninety nine and a half, one ninety nine. Yeah, and then it halves your per tick basis, and it yeah. almost becomes like on three thousand shares, it's just not worth being in mm. unless it's just going to rapidly decline. But yeah, no, it never rapidly declines when I'm in it, mate. No, bro, it rapidly goes up. Yeah, it does. But yeah. actually, yeah, that was a pretty good trade. That was literally the only. Only one I made this week, so it ended up being pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've just been passively trading um, on FTX or mm. crypto space, but just trying to get those altcoins at 10, it, it's pretty hard to find an edge that consistently works. I think what you have to do is use the knowledge you have over 24 hours. Mm. How has it been moving? I've found that the shares that have had strength have died off, right? So not completely come back, but just like, you know, had a, a long retracement mm. at 10 they tend to go insane on yeah. the parabolic side up um as long as it's a share in focus so i you know traded mana i traded sand um you know i got a few on oh, what was that other one i was trading the other day um so many random so ones. many i think it was yeah, flow yeah. perpetual or something yeah like flow jumps really quickly although it's like a 14 dollar you know share or whatever mm. or spot whatever you want to call yeah. it um it, it jumps quite aggressively and you can get in with comfortable size and like not big size, but just comfortable based on it being yeah, fourteen dollars, yeah. and it goes up a dollar. Mm. So you know you grab three hundred, four hundred shares, and then you size up, you know, two hundred, two hundred, two hundred. Yeah. You know you can make a nice four hundred dollar profit in the yeah. day, USD. That is. Yeah, but I do think like the real money is in like just figuring out the narrative. Like say the whole metaverse yeah. thing. You know, the, yeah. if you were to get to sand at seventy five cents, right, and they've got they've got this whole NFTs thing in their you know metaverse game or whatever. Mm. You're just accumulating when the price is quite low. Yeah. Like you, you got to have conviction in this that yeah. you know the retail buyers are going to step up eventually, right? When they this whole metaverse thing picks up. Yeah. And then when when that happens, right? When you and you've got huge size at seventy five cents, like you're going to make some coin. Yeah. Um, I, I think in pure hindsight, obviously, hmm. is that when the metaverse news came out from Facebook about like relating to sand knowing sand was one of the strongest metaverse shares we should have been accumulating even on the way down and using that as um not leveraged but i'm talking accumulating on the way down in the sense that you're it's it's hard to really justify buying into a losing position mm. but i think if you can get it at a better price and you are confident that it has to pick up like 
if sand was at two dollars before this news where would it be after the news yeah yeah and exactly. i think that's something i really was just blindsided mm. by is that i had a levered position i was in too deep i reacted too early and it was going down i'm like why is it not going up now but yeah like it's all silly like it was going to go up it yeah. had to go up and it went to it went to eight dollars mm. that was a number i never thought it would hit eight dollars fifty in in like a week <laughs> but it went from like three dollars last week and yeah. then i woke up one morning and it's at six dollars and my mm. friend's up like seven yeah. figs like and i think part of it's just because we're not used to seeing that type of movement like because damon i've traded the asx you know full time for the past you know pretty much a year yeah you, you when have we ever seen something not just double triple quadruple yeah. like this one this thing went up 10 times in a month like yeah. this doesn't happen on the asx i think the last time i saw anything close to that was mdx doe um and a couple other penny stocks that no, were no, but these are these down. are penny stocks like yeah yeah this yeah. one's doubling from like one dollar billion to, dollar yeah, market yeah, yeah. Cap, what is the market yeah. cap on it now it's it's absurd yeah this right? is almost the highest like it's almost close to axs i think probably yeah yeah i 100% believe that yeah it's it's pretty crazy i think the most impressive thing about crypto is the turnover and like when you come into the asx right you want a share to go up 100% its float needs to it needs to do its float if it's going to get anywhere near that like yeah, the shares yeah, on float yeah. like there's no chance anything like that happens on the asx <laughs> on the daily yeah. every every yeah. share on yeah. the, on crypto is doing this on the daily it's yeah, crazy yeah. like the volume is is unmatchable i guess you have some um some cryptos like Chainlink and stuff like that that have died off quite a bit mm. and you can tell that they don't have much volume but like the lowest volume cryptos, there will be volume somewhere yeah like when one volume. country goes to sleep another country wakes up yeah so it's just, it's not a you know a matter of like where it's yeah. just like you just gotta find it yeah, like. crypto boys don't go to sleep yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just sit at their computer till 5 a.m in the morning and be like mum i'm retiring you hmm Literally. Legit. She's I'm like, buying your car. Timmy, you had two grand yesterday. <laughs> I'm rich now. I own you. That is, I feel like, it is, I don't like seeing on Twitter, you know, because you, you're only going to see people that, you know, success a hundred times their thing. And it's like, it's not telling you about the people that have lost money yeah, on it. And there are so, like, there are so many people that have lost money on it. Oh, yeah. Like, as fast as these things go up, they go, they down. go down quicker. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's like, yeah. and if you're, you're only, on the right side, it, it, it's. I think it's important to realize that, like, you are only going to hear about the people that have, you know, ten times their money. Correct. Because yeah. if I, you know, lost ten times, ten times my money, right? Yeah. I'm not posting it anywhere. I'm oh, just yeah. crying in a corner. Yeah, I'm selling my computer yeah, to feed yeah, myself yeah. at that point. It, like it was a bit like what was it? Um, I think it was. Was it not Olympus Dow? There was a um dogecoin thing that came out um it was a project it was similar to dogecoin or whatever it had you know the dog is the logo and that i'm all and in so all these people you can buy what you, you can buy into what's called a initial coin offering similar to you know yeah, an yeah, initial like an product ICO. offering yeah yeah on the asx and like all these people bought into it right preparing for you know what they thought was going to be a thousand bagger like we're just going to make millions off this right mm. and then it came out and it just went straight to zero because was it like somebody hacked them or something? They they made it out that <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. hacked them. And oh, yeah, yeah. All, the amount of money that all these people lost was just astronomical. Yeah, it was yeah. just millions on millions. Big scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the owners of it came out and just like, yes, sorry, we've been hacked. Yeah, yeah. 
and he's off on a boat in cuba yeah exactly. <laughs> we've, we've been hacked yeah yeah and this stuff happens a lot yeah yeah well it was like dubai coin hmm. i think it was dubai coin or something like that hmm. um and you know they had this great marketing scheme or whatever and anyone who went to buy <coughs> dubai coin on their website or you know whatever means it was hmm. they were just using it as a phishing site to grab credit card yeah, information yeah. So, although you're buying the coin, yeah. that's great. But they just took 10 grand from your account <laughs> anyway. Like. Yeah, I did see that. That was pretty funny. I was actually kind of researching it. The difference between... Because I don't actually know that much about crypto in general, like the, you know, intrins- intrinsic value or whatever. Um, I was looking into the difference between, you know, coins and tokens. Mm. And it's like they are... I, I honestly thought that they were the exact same thing, but they're, they're not. Oh, I thought they were. No, 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 they're not. So, like... Coins tend to have like more fundamental value, yeah. You know, in quotations than Real tokens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I didn't even realize that you can go onto a site that's called like Etherscan, right? And you can put in the token or coin, and you can see the actual owners of that. So like, you would shy away from a coin that like somebody might own fifty percent of the whole yeah, value yeah, of the yeah. coin because you go, all right, I'm not going to invest in that because uh, you know the click of a finger, he's just going to sell and he's yeah. going to decimate the coin and so it's quite interesting to, to is, i didn't even know about that yeah 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 that was a 15 minute video <laughs> youtube tutorial on Best like 15 minutes yeah, yeah it was actually pretty good like yeah. just talking about how um so you have um tokens that are pre-mined mm. right um so that's pretty much like somebody could just come out and get five million of the tokens or you have ones that are like i think they're called like legit um tokens or something where you actually have to mine the things yourself Right, and obviously you're gonna go for that over the ones that are pre-mined, because you know somebody already owns four million of it, and they can just dump it straight away. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, I didn't really know, interesting. I didn't know about it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like although I like you know I've been intraday trading these cryptos, mm. I still don't know anything. I'm just trying to trying to. I feel like the less I know had almost helped me on the ASX because mm. like when I started, I was doing twenty grand months. Like I knew nothing. I was doing yeah, the dumbest yeah. things on the ASX yeah. with a bit of knowledge. And it was playing off. And as soon as I tried to play a bit riskless on um, on crypto, like I'm, I'm doing consistent days, and mm. it's it's comfy. It yeah. is comfy. Obviously, I'm recovering from that mad, that big sand loss we had initially mm. from our levered position that kind of stopped us out. But I'm already out of the dirt. I'm out of the drawdown, and you know we're moving on. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like there's a lot to learn. Oh, there is so much there's to so learn. There's so much you don't know about. It, you know, like staking coins and stuff. Like, but it, it makes me laugh because like there are um, thousands of kids, like teenagers, who mm. know twice, three times as I yeah, more than I do. Yeah. But I'm obviously profitable, and they're probably not. But you know, it's funny because I've also met people. Quick flex. Yeah, legit Total flex. But like, I've also met people who are like five years younger than me, making mm. absolute racks on crypto because they yeah. they just get amongst the the trend. And it's like you you think about it, you're like oh that's stupid, like everyone's mm. just talking about. It. It's like yeah, but get in. It just yeah, you definitely yeah. got to be careful with just the amount of misinformation that's out mm. there about it because you know that's crypto's biggest selling point. It's like the governments can't do much about it. Mm. It's trendy. And that just that just means you're going to have 10 times as yeah. many scammers trying to rip kids off. 100%. Which is sad, yeah. but it's like, you know, it's inevitable. I think the thing is that 
the barrier to entry on crypto is just nothing. It's like a little yeah. little step compared to the ASX. Yeah, yeah. You, you try and get like an 18-year-old on mm. ASX, he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to buy. But you get him on crypto and he hears about it on TikTok and he hears about here and here and he's like, oh, I got to buy, 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 I got to buy Dogecoin, you know, this stupid coin about yeah, a dog, yeah. like, yeah. I got to buy it. Like, mm. Shiba, was it Doge or Shiba Inu that literally has no intrinsic value? It's just a coin. I think it's Shiba. Someone was telling me about that. Well, like, there is probably. Well, they're pretty rubbish, aren't they? Yeah. I think, like, I understand the... But uh, what can you actually... Uh, probably a bit controversial but i don't i don't know what like if i was to own a dogecoin what i can realistically do with that well you own a dogecoin you can yeah. obviously tell people about it <laughs> i can sell it for a million dollars yeah. in 10 years apparently yeah um that's what they make you believe but hmm. yeah i i think um uh, you know a lot of people are going to be triggered by this but i'm just there for the intraday trades i just care that you mm. know the silly gooses of the internet yeah. keep feeding it to these teenagers so they can provide me liquidity <laughs> like i just yeah. care about the moves the liquidity and as long as they're performing correctly yeah i'm happy like that but um i do find it interesting say with bitcoin the you know apparently it's a deflationary asset right because you know there's only a specific amount of bitcoin that can be mined <clears throat> and what they're saying is like it's going to be deflationary because bitcoin is going to keep decreasing because it's actually lost on the blockchain you know if you say send somebody a bitcoin and you put the wrong address in right it just goes to you know absolute no one land kind of thing just goes into the abyss Limbo. right or you hear about millionaires that can't, you know, get access to their wallet. Yeah. Right? They've forgot their password. That's Bitcoin that can't be traded anymore and it can't be used. So the amount of Bitcoin is just decreasing, right? So what happens to the price if there's less of Bitcoin? Well, it's just going to keep going up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Same with Ethereum. That's what people are talking about. Like, that's why when somebody says it's going to be 20 grand, it's because, you know, if, well, with supply and demand, if there's less Ethereum out there, you know, it's going to keep going up. Yeah. And but, it's becoming more and more mainstream to own Ethereum and Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. So it's just naturally going to go up. And honestly, like, I like, I've, I don't know a crazy amount about the long-term um, aspect of crypto. But every time I have someone talk to me about, oh, you know, what should I buy? What shouldn't I buy? I just seriously say Ethereum because although I think crypto is a bit strange for the long term like it's hard to value a crypto mm. i just think ethereum has to go up based on so many aspects behind it like mm. what you're saying like what it's doing and the the fact that everyone wants to be different right first up everyone's like bitcoin 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 yeah. and now it's more mainstream mm. so people are like okay what's different ethereum is just as like close to bitcoin it's like yeah. the closest match to bitcoin so all the money is starting to move from Bitcoin to Ethereum, from altcoins to Ethereum. Like, yeah, Ethereum's a safe place now. It's what people are buying, you know, their NFTs with. Like, mm. a lot of it's traded with Ethereum these days. Yeah, apparently the fees are fucked. Though. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen things on Twitter about the fee, like the fees. People. What, just, is, it, what is it called? Like a service fee or something? I still, Cause... honestly, like it's very confusing to me. But isn't it just like, do you just click a button? Bro, one of us did our homework. The other one didn't, and I am the one that didn't. <laughs> you know when you like pretend like you did your homework? Teacher's like, everyone did the homework. I'm like, oh, bro, <laughs> yeah, you know, quick, tell me, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I, there's just like, I think when when you think you've learned everything, there's always going to be something, something else you don't know. Yeah. Like I feel like I was studying ASX so religiously, but I think what I did learn is that sometimes if you've got your risk management on and you have a rough idea of what you're clicking, yeah. like you're better off knowing less because then you don't overthink. 
you don't let you know little things affect you and obviously coming from an asx background we're not used to liquidity we're not not used to like heathen candles that are bigger than anything we've seen but Mm. it's been a really fun learning experience and it's cool to see how you can actually be consistently profitable even if it's 100 usd or 200 usd a day you add that on top of you know a lot of people do this as their side gig you add that on top of another 200 dollars at work that's a good day yeah, the, like if you're profitable on something, you know, like the ASX or you know even US the US exchanges which have you know yeah. shit tons more liquidity than the ASX, there's really no excuse to just put some money into a crypto exchange where you don't actually have to trade with a cryptocurrency. You can trade with USD, right? Yeah. And it's like you're just trading price action. It's exactly the same as any other market. Mm. It's like you're just limiting how much you can make yeah. by denying it for the for the reason of well, I think it's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, well, it's yeah. like, who gives a fuck if it's a Ponzi scheme, right? The price action is crazy, yeah, so yeah. just get amongst it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I really care about. And after the whole sand debacle, it's always price action. I have a little note on my desk that just says price action above all else. Like, no, it doesn't say exactly that, but it just, you know, it just says price action first, right? It's actually tattooed on you. <laughs> yeah, legit. I look at my inner thigh and I'm like, oh yeah. And I quickly sell my position. Yeah, no. so by a thing on the wall, he means just a mirror. It's actually <laughs> under his eyelid. <laughs> I just fold my eyelid up like those weird kids at school that can do that. Uh, yes, okay, I'm not reacting to this news yet with my eyelid turned. <laughs> All right. But that is pretty much like what we're talking about is um, the whole price action first. Like we're finding liquidity and... I still don't really have an edge on crypto. I'll be honest. I'm just following like pri- I'm following mm. price action. I can't read the tape because it's like I'm having an epileptic fit. Yeah. But my patterns seem to be working out. I'm just really running off support and resistance and break of a range. Um, Fibonacci retracements work 80% of the time, I think, in my opinion. But it's just support and resistance. It's mm. so much more simple than the ASX, and like the ASX just makes me upset because. It's hard to make your big money on the ASX without overextending yourself leverage-wise. And then you see people like Fabrio and, you know, other geezers making a couple grand a day, like the digger. And you're like, okay. So what did you say? (laughs) (laughs) Duh, duh. (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, you see people making, you know, some pretty crazy returns and you, you lose track on what 200 or $300 a day actually means mm. because that's a full day of work. $200 a day is a full nine to five for a regular person. Yeah. If you can do that in five minutes on a trade, pat yourself on the back. Stop thinking, oh, I didn't make two grand today. Yeah. Like Obviously, you can't sustain 70 bucks, 90 bucks a day, but when you get into the $200 range, that's great. So you go yeah. into crypto and I'm comfortably making 200 USD a day and that, yeah. that's something to aim for. Like That's something to be proud of mm. as well. We don't need... Obviously, the long-term holds, you should be making, you know, four racks. You know, four four digits, sorry. Yeah, people out there, if you're not making at least 10 grand on each one of your trades, you are no, worthless. You're long-terms. <laughs> you're long-terms. Like, you need to find a narrative yeah. and you need to back yourself and size in. Even if it's a long-term, you should yeah. be sizing in. Don't just dump your whole position mm-hmm. at the start, you know? Yeah, but th- then again, like, you, you don't always want to limit yourself to just a certain amount of money. I think that just leads to you just being scared kind of when you're trading. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole fucking thing of R, you know, risk to reward or whatever, like get amongst that. Mate. My middle name is What's R. his name? What's the guy on Twitter? The guy, the good trader replied to one of your tweets one time. Good trader. Was on chat with traders. 
Brian uh, Brian Lee. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> the man. Yeah, get his Excel spreadsheet on R. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Get his everything. Yeah, mate. If you tweet at him, be ready for a paragraph back. Because <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. terrified at my response. Are you sleeping? Why <laughs> are you sleeping? You should be researching charts right now. Brian, I've only had one hour sleep. He's like the get Asian up. Gary V. <laughs> yeah. mm, you're sleeping. Um, get out of bed. You're not trading? Keep trading. You're worthless. <laughs> think about your family dead. And then think, what would you do? Because they're still alive. <laughs> Bro, that's what he says. He's like, yeah, he sometimes does. when I'm lacking motivation, I imagine my parents were shot in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, calm down. Like, chill. It's what not that demons. Deep, yeah, yeah, legit. Yeah. What demons does he have watching over him in bed? <laughs> like, oh, he is the demon. Yeah, legit. He yeah. watches over himself because yeah. he doesn't sleep. He doesn't rest. He's the type of guy to have a statue of himself up of in himself. his room. Yeah, yeah I he can see that. Talks to it. He's like, Gary mm. V, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot your parents. <laughs> That's my Gary Vee impression, by that's the way. That's pretty good, yeah. yeah. And anyways, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I for, think that wraps uh, us up. This app, it, was, it was really nice to hear our voices. I'm just having fun talking to this little boom mic. But mm. um, I'm really excited to get back into trading and really focus on things again. Um, we should have another episode up next Friday and hopefully with a guest. I think we've G'd on some poor soul. Yeah, we've noticed no one listens if it's just us. Yes. We hate you all. That's why we're... <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Except for that one person that doesn't identify as a gender on Spotify. Our, no, it's 6%. You. We have 6% non-binary viewers. So. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty, uh, oh. you know, we're pretty diverse like that. Yeah, it's whatever. Got someone from Saudi Arabia too. Big ups, the South Arabian. You want to G me on 100K? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. I've been your host, Damon. Thank you. See you guys.